you have your Bibles, you can open to Psalm 30. Psalm 30, verse 1. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now in my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face, and I was troubled. I cried out to you, O Lord, and to the Lord I made supplication. Verse 9. What profit is there in my blood? When I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it declare your truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. Verse 11. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you for ever. Let's read verse 5. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning you know as David was writing or singing this psalm everything seemed to be so dark during the early part of David's life his enemies were many including his national enemy or the enemies of the children of God as well as his personal enemies such as Saul the king David continued to express his confidence and his hope in the Lord. He was constantly hoping for his night to come to an end and morning to start. As he sang this song, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 35, let's read that again. For his anger is but for a moment. But for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You know, trials are not going to bring defeat in our lives. If you remain faithful and if you remain confident, hoping in the Lord. In times of crisis, you know, we must remember that our weeping is only in the night and our weeping is going to go away when joy comes in the morning 
We all go through moments of sorrow and moments of trouble in our lives. But our weeping is not going to be there forever. Our weeping is just for a moment, just for the night. And joy, the gladness, the joy or the shouts of joy is going to come in the morning. You know, last week God spoke to us saying, your suffering is only for a while. After you have suffered for a while, God is going to perfect you. He's going to establish you. He's going to strengthen you. And he's going to settle you. That's what God spoke to us last week. And today God is saying to us, Psalm 35 again, the second portion of Psalm 35, God is saying us, weeping, can you read that with me together wherever you are? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. You know, night is a time of darkness in our lives. Night is more dangerous than day because the thieves and the murderers, you know, they are so active in the night and they can easily hide themselves in the dark. Suspicious and weird people, they linger and they lurk in the darkness, hiding behind the shadow to attack potential victims. Living in darkness or living in the night is so fearful. You know, at times even we all get feared, we all get afraid of, you know, seeing the darkness and living in darkness. We don't want to really get into the darkness at times depending on where we are. Nyctophobia is an extreme fear that is caused by darkness and eventually people, you know, result in having symptoms of anxiety and deep depression if people continue to live in darkness. In prolonged darkness, without light, our brain does not know when to release melatonin, the hormone that is responsible to put us into sleep. So if we continue to live in darkness, you know, our brain doesn't know when really we need sleep. People, you know, who are sitting in darkness, continually sitting in darkness, will eventually be left sleep deprived. Night and darkness, you know, uh, is not the good place to be in. In the life of a child of God, darkness is not really good. You know, we have a spiritual sense of when we talk about darkness as, you know, the real darkness, the natural darkness is so fearful in the life of a child of God, the real darkness or the spiritual darkness is so fearful. You know, thank God because joy is going to come in the morning. The night is going, not going to continue. Morning is going to come in your life and in my life. So the good news today is that morning is coming. So this morning I titled my sermon as your morning is coming. Your morning is coming. Let's read Psalm 35 again. <clears throat> Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So I want to divide this small segment of the scripture into two. The first section, weeping may endure for a night. You know, this scripture is very much associated with the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I believe when David penned the scriptures or when the, he penned the song, 
You know, he had a prophetic vision of what his disciples would be going through or what his followers will be going through during the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, not only David saw with a future prophetic vision on what is going to happen in the, during the time of the death and the resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ, I believe he also saw what we are going through today. As we face times of darkness and as we come into the times of light, you know, David could see what is happening in our lives today. And he wrote the scriptures as the Holy Spirit prompted him to write. This morning I pray that this sermon, you know, may be a prophetic revelation for the situation that you may be dealing with today. When Jesus was crucified, there was a time of darkness over the land. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a time of darkness that overtook every joy. If you can have a next slide. Matthew records it in Matthew 27 verse 45. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was a great darkness over all the land. When Jesus was crucified, when Jesus was crucified at the cross, you know, even though it was a, during the daytime, there was a thick darkness that came over the land. We are talking about this morning, our darkness not staying for a long time. God is going to bring us into the time of light. As Matthew recorded, he says there was a thick darkness over the land. Devil thought that he had destroyed the only hope of redemption for mankind is totally destroyed. That's what, that's what devil thought. He attacks the heart of men and women who followed Jesus Christ with overwhelming hopelessness. They all thought that Jesus is going to rescue their lives. But then, you know, now we see they were all become, they were all kind of overwhelmed with hopelessness. They do not know where to go and what's going to happen in their lives. Then three days later, Again, Matthew records a violent earthquake took place. An angel descended from heaven and the stone was rolled away. And the evidence of Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection was testified at that moment. Weeping may endure in the night, but joy comes in the morning. The Hebrew word for endure, that simply means to lodge or to stop over or to pass the night like a sojourner or a traveler someone who lodges in the night but he moves on when the morning comes you know years would have passed by in your life by now your dreams may be still dormant lifelessness fruitlessness when a promise is unfailed but eventually the weeping that is still lodging in your life. But Bible says, David with his prophetic vision, he says, the, Lord, the darkness that is still lodging in your life is going to pass away because your morning is coming. Sun is going to come forth. It is going to bring light in your life. The sun of righteousness, it is going to rise. He is going to rise in your life. And he is going to bring light. Let's read Matthew chapter 28, verse 2 and 3. Matthew 28, as Matthew records here. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven. 
and came and he rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it verse 3 Matthew 28 his countenance was like lightning and his clothing was as snow as white as snow you know just before the resurrection there was a violent earthquake and the angel had to come down to roll the stone away from the tomb you know the shaking that we are enduring today the shaking that you're going through in your life is for a purpose you know this morning i pray that god may speak into your situation it is going to roll away the stone the shaking is allowed in your life right now because i believe god is going to roll that stone for the stone to roll to be rolled away and shaking had to happen the stone of frustration the stone of lifelessness the stone stone of unsettlement the stone of joblessness the stone of barrenness the stone of living in fear and threat the stone of being ill-treated by people around you is going to roll away and this morning god is speaking to you listen to me because your morning is going to come the night will endure for a while then the morning is going to come in some of your lives the night has been prolonging for some reason and I don't know why and even you don't you may not know why you may be having questions why am I living in night for a long time and you are finding it very difficult to handle you definitely need light in your life you definitely lead the son of man in your life who brings light, who came to this world as a light of the world after the resurrection two of the followers of Lord Jesus Christ they were traveling on the same day of resurrection back to their village called Emmaus which was seven miles away from Jerusalem so as they were traveling they were conversing about what had taken place in Jerusalem during last three days you know nobody could understand what had happened they all knew that Jesus was crucified and some people in the early morning witnessed that he rose from the dead and nobody could see him yet and they were so discouraged they were on way back to their home they would have come for a festival to Jerusalem but they are so discouraged and as they were walking and conversing with each other there Jesus appeared along with them as another traveler another fellow traveler and as both of them were discussing discussing what had happened during the day Jesus expounded them with the scriptures spoken by Moses and all the other prophets telling him this is what had happened as written by the prophets and Jesus rose from the dead and he is alive today and as they were approaching their village of Emmaus Jesus indicated that he had to travel further but Luke 24 29 you know I thank God for this blessed scripture Luke 24 29 people who are living in darkness they need Jesus Luke 24 29 but they constrain him saying abide with us for it is toward evening and the day is far spent and he went in to stay with them you know when we read the scripture until now it appeared to me that the fellow travelers the two of them two disciples were telling this third traveler it is safe for you to stay with us do not travel in the night that's what we understand 
You know, many times we think that, you know, we, God needs us, suddenly God needs us. Many times we think that, you know, we need to do something for God. But more than you doing something for God, you need Jesus. We all need Jesus more than we, Jesus needs us, more than we doing something for God, more than we help him to do something, more than we support him, you know, help him and live for him, more than that, we need Jesus in our lives. And these two fellow travelers, they did not know, they need the third traveler more than the third traveler needs the other two. In the sum of our lives, the day is far spent. You are already into your night. Only weeping is enduring in that night in your life, nothing else. But it is not good for you to be alone in this situation. Constrain Jesus to stay with you. Constrain him to be with you in this situation. Psalm 18 verse 25 say, 28 says, reading from NIV, You Lord, keep my lamp burning. Who can keep our lamp burning? It's only our Lord, my God, turns my darkness into light. You know, we are living in a terrible time. We are living in a dark time. We, it is easy that our lamb, lamb can be put down easily. But God is the one who turns, Jesus is the one who turns our darkness into light. Let's go to the second portion of the scripture. Psalm 35. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning joy comes in the morning the night would have been very tough for you i know for sure the night has been very tough in your life because you don't see many things during night you don't know where to move you don't know what to do because you don't see anything you don't see anything happening in your life that simply means you are living in the night you might have had sleepless nights. Your childhood have become sick in the night and never and refused to sleep and you lost your sleep in the night. You know, every word that I speak, there may be a spiritual meaning. I ask the Spirit, Holy Spirit may reveal that to you tonight. Because your child became sleepless, you couldn't do anything. You had sleepless nights, nightmare, bad dreams, you rise up in the middle of the night and scream, knowing without knowing what is happening. Your sleep got spoiled in the night. Every night before you sleep, you wet your pillow with tears because you are mistreated, because you are misunderstood, because you are doubted. Not by somebody else who is your blood and, blood and flesh. Who is part of you, who made commitments to you, who made vows to you, who, made a, who came with you in a covenant relationship. And you wet your pillows because you are living in the night. And the night is prolonging in your life. You don't like the night anymore. You are waiting to see your morning. This morning, God is telling you, that your morning is coming. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Even though you had a tough night, when morning comes, it makes you fresh. It's true. It's very true. It's true physically, naturally, as well as spiritually. 
You had a tough week, but when you come and sit in the presence of God, the presence of God makes you fresh. The same way you had a tough night, you had a sleepless night, but in the morning makes you fresh. The morning is the beginning of new things. It comes with a new hope and new opportunities. You have a whole day ahead of you to plan and to do things. The morning sun rises, birds chirping in the trees, butterflies and honeybees flying everywhere, people walking in the trails and you see children going around and collecting flowers in their flower basket and they may be playing in the garden. So many things are happening and happening in front of our eyes. They make us to forget our nights. But remember that you are still living in your night. God has given mercy and grace to you every morning. His mercy and his compassions are new every morning. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 20 to 23. Let's read that together. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. I was wondering why his mercy and his compassions are new every morning. I had no answer until yesterday when I was preparing. Now I realize that we need this grace, we need this compassion, we need this mercy to forget our night. That's the reason God is providing new mercy, new compassion, new grace every morning to forget your night. You know, this morning there is no doubt that you are going through your night in your lives. But God is next to you. God is along with you. Because you constrain him to live with you. And you need to continue to do that. Continue to constrain him to be with you. And he will give you new grace and new mercy every morning. Psalm 30 verse 5 again. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Well, there was a shout of joy that came on the morning of the third day with the ultimate resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ. And even that took place in the history that would forever turn our morning into dancing. From that moment on, the tragedy of the cross was nullified by the joy of resurrection. And any pain and any sorrow, any struggle and any fear that we may face is nullified in the hope that we have in the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Can you have the next slide? Not having Christ as a living hope results in weeping. But having Christ as a living hope results in shouts of joy. We need Jesus more than anything. We need Jesus more than anything that we need today. Having Christ in our lives as a living hope results in weeping. Sorry, hope results. Not having results in weeping, but having Christ as our living hope results in shouts of joy. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3 says, Peter writes here beautifully. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
The resurrection of Lord God does something great, something amazing, something marvelous in your life today. Because, you know, with that hope, with that assurance, we will be able to nullify every fear, every struggle, every disappointment that we are dealing today in our night. The resurrection gives us an assurance that joy is going to come in the morning. When we say joy comes in the morning, it means that God is going to stop God is going to put an end to our weeping and God is going to bring joy once the day dawns. That's what it means. You know, but I think we need to take it further to one more level this morning. Joy comes in the morning because of rising of the sun of righteousness or because of the rising of the morning star. You know, today when I got up at 5.30 in the morning, I was just looking at the, through my window, I can see the morning star. I was just seeing, I think it's planet Venus, the morning star I could see. And I, when I was thinking, this scripture came in my mind. When all this gets over in the night, we see in the early in the morning, we see the rising morning star. Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 19, Peter says, and so we have the prophetic word confirmed which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts peter is saying let the day dawn just wait for it to happen in your life once that happens, you see the morning star rising, the sun of righteousness, the sun of God rising in your life. And who is that morning star? You don't want to talk about Lucifer here. Who is the morning star now? Revelation chapter 22 verse 16. Revelation 22 verse 16. I, Jesus, Jesus says, his words, his, his powerful, his, 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 uh, his authoritative words, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. The bright and morning star. When the morning star rises in your life, you know that you are in the dawn. You know that the day is going to start. You know that the weeping is going to end. And you know that the joy is going to come in your life. There is only one way to stop the weeping in your life. Is waiting for your morning to come and that's where you are going to rejoice there is only one who can do this in your life is Lord Jesus Christ because joy comes in our lives when the morning star arises you know joy comes in the morning in four different ways I just want to help you four different ways please note it down there are only four places where you can find your morning there are only four places where you can find your morning people who are living in darkness they are living in their night seeking for their morning they want their weeping to turn into a shout of joy you know in this desperation in this moment they want to find the real joy in their lives. There are only four places where you can find your morning. Number one, joy in God's presence. 
We know that we are going through a time of weeping. But what can we do to find our mourning? What can we do to find joy in this situation? Number one, joy in God's presence. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, let's read that together. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You know, after reading all these four things, we find that we may be, you know, we find that we are fools. Because we have the morning already in our lives. And we don't know how to inherit the joy of the morning. And that's where we are helping here. There are four ways we can inherit the joy of the morning. Number one, joy in God's presence. You will show me the path of life in your presence. Joy is in God's presence. You know, we feel someone next to us. When either you go closer to that person or allow that person to come closer to us, which we can't do right now. You know, then there we find joy. Sorry, there we find the presence of someone next to us. Now, when we want to shake hands with somebody, you know, you see some people, there are different ways of they shake hands, you know, some people shake hands, you know, just giving you, stretching their hands. And some, some people really, they come and they try to blow into your nose, right? So there are people do different ways of, you know, coming closer. When they come closer, you really feel their presence. Some way, I don't want to say how, but you feel their presence. If presence can be felt when either you go closer to a person or allow that person to come closer to you. We can be in the presence, we can feel the presence of God when we have constant relationship with God and allow Him to come to us. Presence of God is not just the, feel, not just the warmth you feel when you close your eyes. That can be anything. Presence of God is not the heat and light you feel when you close your eyes. That can be anything. Presence of God can be when you come closer to God or when you allow God to come closer to you. It's nothing that you can feel the presence, you know. Presence cannot be felt. God's presence cannot be felt. What you feel is the power of God is what you feel. Where is the presence of God? The Bible says repeatedly, the presence of God is an abiding presence inside of you. You don't feel that it's outside. The presence of God abides inside of you. And when it abides inside of you, when we have a relationship with God, and this morning God is telling you, your morning has come already when you are in the presence of God. When you allow Him to interact with you, when you interact with Him, you will feel the joy that is in the presence of God. Number two, joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Kingdom of this world is eating and drinking. Kingdom of this world is corrupted. It is chaotic. It is living in the sinful pleasures. But that's not where joy is. Your joy is in the Holy Spirit. That's what the scripture says. Kingdom of this world is in eating and drinking. Kingdom of this world is corrupt. Kingdom of this world is chaotic, not in peace. Kingdom of the world is living in sinful pleasures. But the kingdom of God is living, is by living straightforward, by living faithful, 
by living loyal, by living orderly, by living disciplined, and having a deep joy that is divinely, that is divine, given by the divine, given by the Holy Spirit, that doesn't come from this world. In case if you are looking for good days in your life, thinking that you know there are good days in your life that you want to enjoy, you want to enjoy the pleasures, there may or may not be. But the presence of God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. That's the joy David was foreseeing. When the Spirit of God is poured upon all flesh, the joy comes along with the Spirit of God. Can you allow the Spirit of God to work in your lives? Number three, joy in the day of the Lord. Psalm 118 verse 24, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Your morning comes. You have been waiting during the week because you feel that you are living in your night. You feel that the night is you are going through weeping during the week times and you have been waiting for the day of the Lord. When is the day of the Lord? Every day is the day of the Lord. Of course, we have the day of the Lord when we give, come together in his name. And when we come together, there will be rejoicing and there will be gladness. You know, this morning, if your heart is not really waiting for the day of the Lord to come in your life, there is something wrong, you know, in the previous things that I spoke about. Are you in the presence of God? Are you having, receiving the joy of the Holy Spirit in your life? If you have that, automatically you will be longing for the day of the Lord. Nehemiah, he took children of Israel. He called, in fact, the children of Israel. He took stock of you know which tribe they belong to who are all there he took stock of the people who returned from the captivity and Nehemiah asked all the people to gather in an open square and he asked Ezra the priest and the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses and when he came he asked him to open the book and read and Ezra read the book in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning till midday and as Ezra was opening the book and reading for the half of the day, you know, people responded to the word of God. Nehemiah, we are talking about joy in the day of the Lord. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 6, can we read that together? Then all the people answered as the, as the word of the Lord was read. Amen and amen. While lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. You know, that's how we worship the Lord. A while ago, we talked about, you know, different ways of worshiping the Lord. One of the ways of worshiping the Lord is as the word of the Lord is read, people bow down, their faces touching the ground. Then Nehemiah, the governor, along with Ezra, the priest and the scribe, and all the Levites who taught the law of the Lord among people, they all together said, this is what they said, Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those whom nothing is prepared, for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy to the Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. God is saying that, you know, this day, this particular day, whichever day that you keep aside for God, God wants you to keep aside one day in a week. And whichever day that you keep aside, you may not do any work. You may not even go to work. But not just that is enough. 
you also not to sorrow because joy of the Lord the joy for the joy of the Lord is your strength on the day of the Lord you know this morning if you are if you are sad if your heart is heavy you need to ask God Lord I am sitting and crying unto you on the day of the Lord I want the joy that came among children of Israel as the word of the Lord was read word of the Lord is lifted up above everything in your life number four joy in the book of the law joy in the book of the Lord Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 16 Jeremiah says your words were found and I ate them and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart for I am called by your name O Lord God of hosts you know Jeremiah brings a secret to us and he found the word of God and he took that word of God in and when the word of God came inside of him there was a great joy in his life there was a great rejoicing in his life you know finding joy in God's word is should be the number one priority in your life when you study the word of God if you're not able to study the word of God by yourself join the study and come and tell me that you need a Bible study you know some of you told me which I have not started we need to study the word of God there is so much of joy there is so much of joy finding joy in God's word removes your weeping and brings the morning in your life when you study God's word we find more about God when we meditate God's word God speaks to us for a child of God such things are joyous moments such things bring joy in the life of a child of God because we are dealing with God we are dealing with we are knowing we are coming to know more about our God Psalm 30 verse 5 again weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning this morning I want to ask a question to you before as we close are you tired of weeping are you tired of weeping in your life your morning is already here but you need to do one thing number one be found in the presence of God take time in your life to get seated to invite him closer to you or you try to glow, go closer to God it's important we cannot avoid that number two be filled with the Holy Spirit allow this I'm not talking about you know getting filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues that has become useless nowadays I'm talking about allowing the Spirit of God to work in your life to reveal things in your life wherever we need correction wherever we need comfort he's a comforting spirit wherever he's a correct we need correction he's a good teacher you know allowing the Spirit of God to interact with us deal with us then you speak in tongues that makes me in some sense be joyful in the day of the Lord if you are looking for your morning you need to be joyful in the day of the Lord take good rest eat well eat the fat eat the sweet and you know rejoice in the Lord do not be sorrowful as the children of God did they were rejoicing they were asked by Jeremiah sorry Nehemiah to rejoice in that day asked by Nehemiah Ezra and all the Levites told them you need to rejoice because this is the day that the Lord had made be joyful in the day of the Lord finally be delighted in the book of the law if you can do this your weeping will go away because you are already in your morning shall we just close our eyes